0: There's always that one guy. It's usually a guy in a league that uh, honestly doesn't like being umpired by a female. I know the rules very, very well. I know how to stand my ground, and my job is to call a fair and safe game.
1: That is Helen Payne, and this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Colley.
0: Helen is... I'm the official... uh, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. She's
1: actually a lot of things. To a lot of people. Okay. I first met Helen in the middle of winter at Arrowhead Provincial Park in Huntsville, Ontario, standing in line at the rental department. In the busy crowd with people hectically trying to buy their permits or rent skis and skates, Helen calmly called out, telling me to meet me in her hut down the road. There, in her tiny hut, things were tranquil and focused. I watched as she sharpened my and many other skates with expert craft. It was remarkable. I was so amazed with the passion of this confident and calm woman, her desire to do a good job, that I asked Helen if I could meet with her at the end of her day and learn about who she really is. Here's that conversation. When it comes to being here in the winter and working, what is it that you love and what is it that keeps bringing you back every single year.
0: I just love that people are getting out and getting active, and I've seen a huge increase in school programming and school kids being active. We think of so many kids being sedentary nowadays, we're staying at home on their whatever, but we have a ton of kids here that they just come and they ski and they tube and they snowshoe and they ice skate and they're very very active and that's what i love people are passionate about winter passionate about what they're enjoying and i get to help them with that and that's a lot of fun
1: one of the things that that struck me when we met just a few hours ago um, was how much care you were putting into sharpening the skates what is it that you really like about that what do you like about
0: doing this so, I'm a very task oriented person, so in just a very short time, I can make something pretty. I just like to take something that's old and rusty and dull, and I get to make it nice and new and sharp and it and it works there is a an art kind of you got to be good with your hands, you have to be able to listen to the stone and yeah, I've done it a long time
1: when you talk about like there's 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 an art to it, and just watching it i can s I can see that. When you're sharpening a skate, what is actually going on? I just see sparks, but what is actually happening? And and feel free to get as technical as you
0: want. Well, your stone has a shape to it. You dress a stone with a diamond bit, and it gives it a shape. And then you gently move the skate against the stone that's revolving at maybe 3,400 RPM. And you put an even groove into the skate, which leaves a sharp edge on either side of the blade, which also needs to be even it's about touch it's about feel it's often about sound and you have to dress your stone a lot if you press too hard with the blade and the stone it would just actually burn you would see the metal discolor it's just a gentle touch it's just a whisper and you allow the revolution of the stone to just basically glide the skate i like it because you've got to you got to you got to baby it and that's what I like about it. It's not an automatic machine like you see some places. I like the the fact that you can touch and feel. And you know at the end of the day that you did a good job.
1: I can tell there was something special going on there. You mentioned that, that it's nice that you, there, are, there are these skills that you've acquired over the years that you can sort of apply in this direct practice. Um, what are some of those skills and how did you come about acquiring them?
0: Well, I was born and raised up in Muskoka, so a lot of our work has always been to do with tourism. So I've been involved I managed a golf course when I was 17 years old. I ran the pro shop and I was regripping golf clubs and and doing all the cooking and cleaning at the golf course and helping to cut the grass. And I've just always been involved in anything to do with sports. I worked at a ski resort. I was managing and working at sports stores over 30 years. I've been working at sports stores. Uh, It's just always been customer service. I've always uh, gained a knowledge of products like skates and skis and bindings and clothing. I don't know. I've just always been geared to that. And so I've brought all those skills into into this job when I started about 14 years ago. It's been kind of a culmination of it all. and, And here I am.
1: I know in the summer, one of the things you do as well is, uh, you're an umpire for softball. Um, and I'm, I, I, watch baseball. I love baseball and I'm very, very curious as what it's like behind the plate. Cause to me, that sounds terrifying. So what's it like for you behind the plate?
0: Well, uh, I started umping ball because my legs went, I need knee replacements have for 25 years. So I loved the game, wanted to stay in it, and nobody wants to umpire. So I've got the personality, I can be a little bit gritty, so it didn't matter to me that uh, people may disagree with my opinion, so I just started umping. I was a good ball player, I just started watching, learning the skills and timing, and it's just evolved over the years. I'm a level three hardball umpire, that's the highest level you can be in Ontario, uh, unless you're a professional umpire. I don't know. I like it, I keep doing it, and when the ice shut goes, I'll quit.
1: What's been one of the most trying confrontations you've had as an ump?
0: <laughs> um, there's always that one guy. It's usually a guy in a league that uh, honestly doesn't like being umpired by a female. It just, it's a reality. I don't pick on anyone, I don't hold a grudge, but I know the rules very, very well. I know how to stand my ground, and my job is to call a fair and safe game. I no longer umpire in an entire league because of one person. I had to throw him out of a game for being verbally abusive and swearing, and he threw a ball at the back of my head when I turned around. Uh, many people saw it. The league would not suspend him or deal with the entire team. And when I asked that they deal with the entire team, they said, we no longer need you. So the hardball uh, trainer that I was with the day I got that message simply looked at me and said, Helen, they don't deserve you. You're too good to ump for them. And that really helped a lot. And I've never looked back. It's a shame that for the sake of two or three people, uh, 22 or 23 teams lose what I consider, and they will tell you, uh, one of the best stumps in the league.
1: What, what's what been one of your most rewarding experiences being an umpire?
0: A few years ago, two years ago, I think, I was asked to go down and do provincials, a peewee tournament in Barrie. So I was... Uh, down there doing my slate of games, and two umpires got uh, food poisoning and were sick. So we didn't have any umpires, and we were going to have to change the entire schedule, which would have meant some games delayed. And the organizer asked me if I knew any umpires that could come down for the day and help, and I said my daughter could come down. So my daughter, who was 17 at the time and has umpired for many, many years, She came down to Barrie, got the day off work, and we did two or three games at the provincial level together. I did plate, she did bases, and that honestly was the highlight of my life, doing three phenomenal games. Uh, First of all, the only female duo in the entire tournament, maybe the only female duo ever that's been mother-daughter, and we had some great games. She never missed a call, because she's a very good umpire, and... That was fantastic for me personally.
1: I'm so thankful to Helen for sitting in that room and really opening up to me. I'm also super thankful that she sharpened my skate so well. I had an incredible day skating on the natural paths at Arrowhead. If you want to learn more about Arrowhead or any of Ontario's provincial parks, go to ontarioparks.com. They're all really incredible. Also, if you enjoyed listening to this conversation, I recommend subscribing to this podcast. You'll get a new episode delivered to your phone, computer, whatever, every two weeks, and it'll put a smile on my face. You won't be there to see the smile, but trust me, it's there. Uh, You can subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, really wherever. You can also listen to the full unedited conversation I had with Helen in any and all past episodes by simply going to our website, tinyconversations.com. I'm Brian Colley. Thanks so much for listening.